150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, Episode 4. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. Sorry, I had to turn that volume down. Uh, the Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world and to count down the top countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List and pray for all of our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. It is a countdown, that's why the episode numbers go backwards. Today is episode four, yesterday was episode five, tomorrow episode three, and so on until uh, we hit Monday, and then we take mm -hmm. a break for a couple months, uh, for a month, and then we'll pick up again in January and start with the World Watch List 2020 uh, reporting period, so the World Watch List 2021, and we'll start at 50 and pick it up again and just continue to... Uh, bring awareness to persecution around the world and pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So there's a little background on the podcast for those who might be new just joining us today. All that being said, it is Friday, November 27th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from CSW.org. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, sectarian violence broke out in the village of Barsha in Minya Governorate, Upper Egypt, on 25 November, when hundreds of local Muslim villagers attacked the homes and properties of local Christians. The incident began after rumors circulated that a Christian man, who remains anonymous to ensure his security, had posted a comment on his personal Facebook page that was deemed insulting to Islam. The man claims that his page had been hacked. The assailants also attempted to attack the church of Abu Safen, where the congregation was celebrating the beginning of, a, of the Coptic fast. A minibus belonging to the church was burnt, and several homes and properties were damaged, but no one was hurt. Police were deployed quickly and arrested a number of local Muslims and Christians who were involved in clashes. The allegation that sparked the violence comes amid a significant increase in the number of people arrested on charges related to, relating to contempt of religion and blasphemy during, during 2020. So again, we just talked about this yesterday. Another person who had made a comment on Facebook because of these comments that steamed insulting to religion. Uh, in Egypt, it's supposed to be all religions, but it's... Uh, used mostly against Christians who make comments about Islam. So uh, be praying for our brothers and sisters in Egypt today. This uh, from, from persecution.org. Dozens killed in attacks in the Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo. Dozens of bodies were found in the Virunga National Park in Eastern DRC. Virunga National Park is a massive park located in North and South Kivu of DRC an area that has been overrun by Islamic militant groups. The 29 people found in Virunga are believed to have been executed in mass by the militant group, the Allied Democratic Forces. ADF has been one of the most active insurgent groups in DRC over the past decade. They reportedly killed hundreds of civilians in eastern DRC in the past few years. 
More than 800 people have been killed in violent militant attacks in the Kivu region of DRC since October 31st of 2020. Due to the government's complete inability to control the eastern region of the country, extremist groups have held sway for decades. ISIS has been able to form a new sect in this area, and in the past several months, known as the Islamic State Central African Province, as the government continues to fail to protect their people, Christians in this area will suffer the brunt of Islamic extremist groups. So, again, we don't know exactly who these people that are that were found, but the majority, and I, well, I can't say the majority, but a large number of this 800 people that they've just mentioned that have been killed in, since October 31st, uh, since we started our Persecuted Church Awareness Month, a good majority of them have been Christians who have been attacked by these, uh, not only the ADF, but the uh, Islamic State Central African Province and other uh, fundamentalist militant Islamic groups in the area have been actively, because of the unrest in the government, the inability of the government to control any of this, these groups have risen up. So as this continues, as this, this increase in violence uh, continues, we need to continue to pray for our brothers and sisters there uh, in, in the, Dem the Democratic Republic of Congo. So that brings us to our world watch list for today, which is Libya, number four. Sorry, this these Facebook or these web pages are not loading as fast as I would like them to. Always when I'm live. So a few facts about Libya. The region is Africa. The persecution type is Islamic oppression. The persecution level is extreme. The population of Libya is 6,570,000, of which about 36,000 are Christians. So a very, very low percentage, about a half a percent. Uh, main religion is Islam. The government is transitional, and the leader is Prime Minister Fayez al-Siraj. The absence of a single central government to uphold law and order contributes to the extreme level of pressure in national and church life. Libyan Christians with a Muslim background face violence and intense pressure to renounce their faith from their family and the wider community. There is no freedom of speech, no equal treatment of Christians, no recognition of the church, and no churches being built. Christian migrant workers are allowed to meet together to worship in Libya, but they are always at risk of attack by Islamic militants and face discrimination from Libyan society. Churches in, for Libyans are forbidden, and Libyan Christians must keep their faith completely secret. Christians who publicly express their faith and try to share the Christian faith with others face the risk of arrest and violence at the hands of their families, communities, or violent Islamic militants. Christians are at risk all over the country, but are especially vulnerable in areas where radical Islamic groups are present. ISIS still maintains a presence in the wider region around CERT, or other groups like those connected to the Islamic Dawn Coalition are in control of areas around Tripoli and some parts of Tripoli itself. In the east, radical groups are at least present in Benghazi. Migrant Christians who have been arrested and detained while trying to reach Europe often end up in one of the overcrowded detention centers uh, around Tripoli. Others do not make it even that far, but are directly delivered into the hands of criminal groups or human traffickers. Subsequently, they are forced into heavy labor in the agricultural sector or pushed into prostitution. Given the security issues around a Muslim's conversion to the Christian faith, most reports about converts in Libya cannot be published. 
migrant Christians held in detention centers in Libya, mostly from sub-Saharan African countries, have reportedly been raped and beaten. Although the ill-treatment and violence are not limited to Christian refugees, Christians are singled out for much worse discriminatory and violent treatment. Slavery and human trafficking still take place despite an earlier inter international outcry that took place when CNN showed video evidence of a slave auction of sub-Saharan Africans in two November 2017. So prayer points for Libya. Pray for Christian migrants, mostly from sub-Saharan African countries, who are singled out for discriminatory and violent treatment in detention centers. <coughs> Political and security conditions need to be improved within the country for Christian situations to progress. Pray for stability and protection of the rights of religious minorities. Libyan Christians with a Muslim background face violent and intense pressure from their families and the wider community to renounce their faith. Pray they stand strong in their faith. And pray Christians living in Tripoli would be beacons of Christ's peace in the midst of turmoil and violence. Pray that people around them would be drawn to Christ through them. Let's pray. Father, again, we thank you this morning for uh, this time we have to come together to to worship you, to praise you, and to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted for their faith in you, Lord. We pray, we thank you for the the medium that you've provided through social media that we can come together across vast distances to pray for our brothers and sisters, and even time, Lord, as people will watch later or tomorrow or next week and still be raising their voices with us in unity to, to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world. <clears throat> Father, we pray for our, our brothers and sisters there in Egypt where violence has, has broke out uh, simply because of words on the Internet. Lord, we uh, um, in in the States, I'm just thinking about how easy it is for me to interact with people and say things that they find insulting. They say things that I find insulting. And this is there, but yet in the simplest thing being said, uh, as simple as Christ is Lord in, in these areas can be found insulting to Islam and, and start absolute uh, riots in, in these areas. So, Lord, we pray that that you would protect our brothers and sisters who, who simply want to praise you, whether it be on their social media or in public. We pray that you protect their, their homes and their, their property, uh, their lives. Lord, and we also pray that, that you would use them as they want to proclaim your gospel, that you would use them to draw uh, others, even their assailants, to yourself in, in a relationship of repentance and faith. We pray for our brothers and sisters again in, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, Lord, as the government becomes more and more unstable there, unable to control these different areas of the country, and these fundamentalist Islamic groups become more and more prevalent it means more and more persecution for our brothers and sisters in that area. So we pray, again, that you protect them, protect their lives, protect their livelihoods, protect their homes and property, Lord, and use them. Use their willingness to proclaim your gospel in the midst of persecution to draw even those in these, these hardline, militant, fundamentalist Islamic groups to yourself, Lord, that they would hear the gospel, that they'd be convicted of their sin, that they would repent and turn to you. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Libya, Lord. We pray for those who are um, imprisoned there in these detention centers and who receive horrible treatment, I mean, violent and and uh, 
rape and, and beatings and, and so on, Lord, we pray that, that you would intervene and protect them. But in the midst of that, Lord, that you would keep their strength, their, their faith strong, that they would stand firm in, in their belief and their, uh, their proclamation of the gospel, Lord, that you would protect them and be with them. We pray for the government there that you would uh, that you would intervene, Lord, and that you would ins install a uh, a stable government that would provide uh, religious freedoms to the Christians in that country. Lord, we pray for uh, those who have converted from Islam to Christianity, and as they face the pressure from from their communities and their families, Lord, we pray that you would uh, again protect them and use them to draw others to yourself, to that their family members, those that would would persecute them, would be drawn to you, Lord, through their proclamation of the gospel and their willingness to stand for their faith in the midst of persecution. And we do pray that, that Christians in Tripoli, as, as violence continues, that you would use them as a, as a beacon of peace and that you would use them to draw people to yourself, Lord, that your your gospel would be proclaimed and that, that you as the Prince of Peace would be what people turn to in those areas. And Lord, again, we thank you so much that we can come together. We can pray for our brothers and sisters uh, who are persecuted because of their faith in you. We pray that in all this, you are glorified because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, thanks again for being part of this. Uh, three more days, uh, tomorrow, Sunday, and Monday, and we'll be finished up. So again, if you know anybody who for the next three days willing to take 15 minutes out of their day to join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Invite them to the Fifth Seal Facebook page. We'll get them approved as soon as they click the join button and uh, they can join us in this or go over to the YouTube channel, The Evangelical Norm, where they can subscribe and get all the content that is going to be released over there. I've got uh, a couple more podcasts that are probably going to come out today on that channel um, or as always, you can get these as an audio podcast if you don't have time to sit down and watch a 15-minute video. You can download the MP3 version, put it in your earbuds, take it with you as you pray. Help join us in praying for our brothers and sisters. Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your audio podcast, you can pick up the fifth seal. Just search for it under the fifth seal, and it's there. You can uh, join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ around the world. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Till tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.